0: Today's in-flight entertainment is brought to you by the Royal Flying Doctor Service, which has helped my family and many families across Australia. But did you know that it is more than an emergency aeromedical service? They provide dental, mental health and GP services in regional, rural and remote locations. If you wish to support the RFDS and many Australian families, you can donate in the link in our show notes. Good morning and happy Friday from wherever you are listening to this podcast on. Thank you for joining us for the next hour. We've got Naomi in the studio today and it's actually like a full circle moment and you'll hear why very very shortly and i'm super super keen to be chatting to her naomi is also a commercial helicopter pilot and she is also in operations with becca air and yeah i love her journey into aviation we have some really similar questions that we both get sent through our instagram accounts and we mention it in the podcast but always feel free to ask questions Today's episode is all about taking the first step and how to get into your aviation career, the tips and tricks we've learned along the way, and then from that, actually stepping into a career after your training. So I hope you enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard Aviatrix Airwaves please do not turn off your electrical equipment which you are listening to this podcast on and instead just sit back relax and enjoy as we are about to take off into this episode i'm honestly kind of this is a bit of a pinch me moment like full circle moment having you here yeah. in the studio today because it's honestly i want to say a year ago almost exactly i think mm. it was june it was june last year a year, year ago I picked you up from the airport, exact same 6am dreaded flight that you were on. <laughs> yeah, it's my usual one. With sorry. Jetstar again. <laughs> I think it was, yeah, yeah. it was with Jetstar. Yeah, it was with Jetstar. I picked you up and I told you, I've got a surprise for you today. And you were like, okay, love surprises. Cool. What surprise have you got? Yeah. Do you remember what you thought it was? What did you think it was?
1: I don't remember. I don't think I had any idea.
0: No, you really didn't. No. And the, anyway, so I picked you up in the car and I was like, we're going to trial something new today. You're like, cool. What are we trialing? And I
1: said, feeling like Mm -hmm. I'm so
0: important. You are. Thanks. You know, you are. I need the validation. (laughs) And I was like, we are going to trial the first episode of Aviatrix Airwaves, which is a podcast I wanted to start. Well, from when I picked you up, it would have been, well, from today, sorry. It would have been a year and a half ago today. I wrote down on paper in January. This is my business goal. I want to start start a podcast. It was June last year. I was like, cool still haven't started this project let's get to it so then picked you up and I was like this is the perfect opportunity sit down with someone I know good have mates a have a chat and we'll trial and we'll see how it goes and I remember we were in that little back room that used to actually be your office and yeah. it was then a storeroom and again another full circle moment now it's like the aviatrix packing room which again never thought we'd need a packing room so that was really cool Very proud. and yeah, we sat down. We recorded two podcasts just to set the scene for everyone. It was our little storeroom. It's literally a box. It brick had walls. Yeah, brick walls. There is an aircon in there, so that was a plus.
1: When I was there, there was no aircon. Yes. I had to buy a little USB fan that mm-hmm. plugged into the computer to give some breeze on my face.
0: Yep. And then. You hung shirts up on the wall to stop the echoing of the sound. We put <laughs> absorbs sound. <laughs> we put a plant in there that is still that was in the there. Yeah, yep. we put yep. a plant in there. We had a little microphone, which is actually a pretty good microphone. I will say we we did have that set up. Yeah, and then my iPad, and we sat down and we chatted for honestly hours, and clearly it didn't go anywhere. But in saying that, that first step. You're here now. Oh, well, that's what I mean. That's what I was coming into. I was saying that first step was honestly so important. You flying in that day was so important in just changing kind of the next step for me Mm. and the future of Aviatrix and then building Aviatrix Airwaves. And I always, like, I'm just that kind of person, I'm like, if it's not professional and kind of you know good from the get-go I don't want to get it going Mm -hmm. so that was kind of something I had to learn along the way that it was like you've just got to take that first step and you'll learn along the way and we're still learning and you know this even our podcast set up today we are in a full-on studio actually kind of legit that was your first words when you walked in here you were like it's actually legit and guys everyone listening I actually have footage of when I picked up Naomi a year ago and we trialled this, so I'm going to put it all into a big um, Instagram reel and TikTok reel and put it up, so make sure you go watch that because, yeah, it's just – you can see from a year ago today, like, us kind of just having no idea what we are doing and then now today sitting in the Aviatrix Airwave studio, which is just our studio, which is Granted, cool. I still have
1: no idea what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, still don't. I still don't know what I'm doing, okay. but, like – It just looks more professional. What's that um saying – Look good, feel good. I kind of feel that when I come into the studio. I'm like, yeah, look you do look feel good. good. Thank yeah. you. I'm, I'm in my business attire today. Got a bit on. It smells, it smells. Yeah, but no. I think just kind of playing on that that first step and how important that is in just every aspect of your life and journey, a new chapter that you take. And I really want to dive into that today. So taking your first step, and I think we both often get the same or similar questions sent through to us on our Instagram, which Mm -hmm. I absolutely love. I love when people message me and I know you're the exact same. And the common question is, you know, how do you take the first step? What's the first step? What have you got to do? And so I want to dive into that. But first, before we get to that, I kind of want to talk about your first step into aviation because whilst we trained at the same school, Townsville Heli, it was completely different for both of us. Obviously, me growing up in the industry kind of – yeah I just kind of walked into class one day and the enrollment process you know wasn't really a big step in my life whereas Mm. for you it was kind of life-changing and it's now Mm. brought you here just sitting across from me and talking about aviation journey which I'm sure well I know that you wouldn't have ever kind of really expected like 20 years ago so (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I want to I want to dive into that and yeah tell us about your first step and then we will kind of go into how others can take their first step and what we've learned along the way okay well
1: for me um my first step literally was don't go whacking sorry. that microphone everywhere oh, i feel weird there's a mic in front of my face <laughs> um i was actually like
0: ugh,
1: it sounds lame but i was actually taking steps i was doing a big hike from
0: mexico to canada that is insane isn't that like re- like that is a really famous thing isn't it like that mm, yeah. hike yeah i guess in the hiking a community at all You're not hiding from me. Um, Some of it. So look,
1: I had to. I did it over two seasons because Mm -hmm. uh, I had too much fun. The first, the my first uh, trip, three thousand kilometers that I hiked. That, Um, and we end up. You had too much fun. I had too much fun. I did not hike seriously, and there were other hikers that almost got frustrated at myself because you all kind of tend to go over there solo and just meet Mm -hmm. like-minded people, and. yeah, people would get frustrated at us because we had too much fun. So, like, our kind of philosophy of how we were hiking was that every summit that we would kind of – or every peak that we would summit, I should say, every, the top of every mountain, we had to sit there as a group. That
0: there was, there was just a couple of us. Um, Sorry, I'm going off my first tangent.
1: Oh, I'm like Sorry. such the backstory girl.
0: Um, what made you want to do that? <sighs> What, what made you think? Oh yeah, I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna hike oh, all of the world. I'm a full sender. Mm-hmm. I had a bad breakup, and I was like, Oh, it always stems from Yeah, wasn't it? yeah. And You've my heart was one. broken, and I was like, I'm gonna walk this off. So then I just googled long distance hikes, yep. like best long distance hikes in the world. I'm gonna walk this off, and the Pacific Crest Trail kept coming up, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, Yeah, maybe one day. And then one day, I just decided that I was gonna do it. Like, literally, like, yeah, I don't really plan for these things. Mm-hmm. The first, the, literally the first day on the trail, I remember thinking to myself, holy crap, I've only ever camped out by myself one night ever mm-hmm. before and, like, just didn't think about it. Like, I had a ukulele. I had a leather-bound journal. I, my pack started off at nearly 14 kilos, 15 kilos, and then by the end of it... My hiking pack was actually down to six and a half kilos. Like it's less than carry-on. And that includes tent, stove, mattress, everything. Oh, I'm such
0: a heavy packer. Yeah, I could no. just never. I could never. Yeah, yeah. so
1: um, I'm, I'm a full sender. Don't mm-hmm. really necessarily think things through. Definitely just jump in and like have fun. I'm all about mm-hmm. having fun yes, while I, I do that. that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: so um, had a breakup, decided to walk it off, went to walk across America, Had too much fun doing that. Um, Like some of our other rules were, you know, if we passed a lake between Mm -hmm. the hours of 10 and 4 p.m., we had to jump in, right? which was really cold when we were up high in the Sierra and they're like glacial lakes and so we'd strip off and jump in and get back out and like quickly make a hot chocolate and try and thaw out. (laughs) And then we'd walk for like 10 minutes and there's another lake and we're like okay we we're gonna gotta do, do it <laughs> yeah and we just had so much fun I that. um but it took longer than what it's supposed to take because <laughs> we just were having fun so that's um, what life's all about yeah oh yeah when I was I was gonna say when we would summit a peak we would sit up there as a group for at least an hour playing a game of cards and we'd each sip have a sip of whiskey we had like a little thing of whiskey didn't even like whiskey that much at the time but just bonding just like soaking up the moment instead of just trying to power through Through it
0: yeah Um, what's that saying stop and smell the roses
1: yeah 100 percent. it's about the journey not the destination that's
0: right that's right
1: yeah so um i did that and then the snow came in a bit early and i wasn't gonna reach canada so i was like uh, i'm just gonna come back next year and finish it okay so yeah 4200 kilometers all together
0: crazy woman
1: yeah long walk and that is a big hot girl walk (laughs) a big hot mess girl walk um I and look let's just be quite clear I wasn't actually heartbroken anymore when I did it I did it from a place of like abundance and joy and just living my absolute best life like it wasn't just me trying to find myself and moping and um which is fine as well like let's be honest I probably Mm would have been good for me anyway but um no, I had fun. I had a lot of fun. That's and great. one day I mm-hmm. hiked up a mountain and I was like, I don't know, three days from any road at that point. And um, I called my mom. Like I randomly had some cell service and you don't normally have cell service because you're like just out yeah. in the forest. And I called my mom and I was sitting there and I saw some smoke start wafting up and I was like, huh. It could be a bushfire like we're in california it was summer you know coming from australia obviously we have a lot of bushfires over here <laughs> yep um and i kept watching and i was like mom i'm gonna call you back and so i called 911 and i gave them my like coordinates and i said you know i'm facing north northwest or whatever i was and and i can see some smoke out here and so they're like all right cool we'll suss it out
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i called my mom back and we were just still having a fat chat and they sent a plane out to come and kind of survey the area and it buzzed around a few times. And I was like, this is sick. I just <laughs> caught that plane. This is amazing. Um, and so I was 28 and up until that point, never a career woman. Mm-hmm. Like, have had every job that you can possibly think of. Like, I was, I was in the Navy. I was in network oh, marketing. A pyramid scheme I was a scripture teacher at the local primary school
0: bartender cafe all that sort bartender, of stuff yeah yep.
1: Supre retail oh. girl
0: <laughs> don't bring <laughs> back
1: memories of me in so like, No,
0: no no <laughs> um,
1: I used to teach I used to teach three-year-olds how to swim um when I was saving up to go and do the hike the Pacific Crest Trail I was living in a van so that I didn't have to pay rent in Byron Bay and the irony of that was I was also a parking inspector right. so so you never got a ticket look it just never happened Georgie no, it didn't no, no the van was always parked correctly during the hours of the parking inspector job <laughs> <laughs> um, yes yeah, so I'd done everything and I never like had something that I wanted to settle on um I always just was having a lot of fun and saving up money and then going overseas and spending it and having a, a, a just a great time, yeah, which is a great way to live.
0: Mm-hmm. Not everyone
1: can do that and and it 's not everyone 's journey and that 's so fine, but that's well, that 's anything
0: in life absolutely is different
1: yeah yeah um And then, yes, I was watching this plane and I called my mum back and I was like, that'd be cool. And she's like, well, you know that, you know, one of your childhood friends, um, she flies a plane um, in Asia somewhere. You should message her. And so I messaged her and she's like, yeah, look, I did my diploma of aviation and now she was flying in Burma, a little, I don't even know what it is, like a little plane doing uh, food and medical drops in the jungle out there. And I was like, that's sick yeah that's an adventure that's making a difference in the world but like you're having fun Mm -hmm. that seems pretty boss I could do that so I kept hiking I came back to Australia you know months later and I called up um TAFE Mm -hmm. and I was like hey want to be a plane pilot and they were like okay you should talk to a school then like go and just talk to them because like have you ever thought about it have you ever you know um is this like a lifelong goal of yours and I was like nah just saw a plane I was like that'd be cool
0: (laughs) I love that because everyone I feel like everyone I've interviewed has been very like you know growing up in the industry or had the bug since they were a little kid whereas you were just like I was just on a mountain and I saw a plane (laughs) and that's really cool
1: (laughs) oh the number of looks I get I've got you know over the years of people going wait what like you never thought about it like nah just thought it'd be fun
0: just thought it'd be fun and here I am
1: Yeah, so, yeah, no, I called TAFE and I said I want to be a plane pilot and um, had a bit of a chat and and ended up calling um, Townsville Flight Training and spoke to Michael, Mm -hmm. who's no longer there. Um, But he was great. Like, he was so patient with me i had the most ridiculous questions now and Mm. that i just because
0: the first phone call can be very daunting so yeah like what kind of questions did you ask
1: yeah i had no idea i was just like look this seems fun what do i need to do and he was like well let's just chat about like what do you want to do Mm -hmm. what are you planning on doing with this and i was like i have no idea just like fun stuff maybe fighting fires you know maybe doing those food and medical drops Mm -hmm. Um, which is a
0: really good point because again when people reach out to myself and I'm sure you as well and they say you know I don't really know where to start that that first that's the first question we kind of ask is like hey so what do you really want out of it yeah Yeah. so think about that first is what what do you really want out of this yeah and that'll take you to your first step in absolutely like
1: what are your goals Mm -hmm. like why are you wanting to get this crazy student debt (laughs) you (laughs) know It's not. It's not a quick. It's not like a quick, you know, um, night course. Like the, mm-hmm. there, there is a journey to aviation for sure. Mm-hmm. So you kind of want to. Well, I was going to say you kind of want to know what you're getting into. But I had no idea yeah, what don't. I was getting into, and I probably wouldn't change that either. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I said to him, I want to do all the fun stuff. I don't want to be a glorified chauffeur.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: would like to, you know, search and rescue, or I don't like just just fun stuff, basically. Mm-hmm in an aircraft and he's like okay you sound a little bit more like a helicopter pilot have you thought about helicopters and I was like nah nah planes planes are more cool right Mm -hmm. like like that plane that I saw in the mountain that I just called up and then it was there or this friend I have you know um she's like she's helping remote communities like that's cool and he's like yeah but so that's generally always
0: helicopters Naomi
1: helicopters are a lot more um
0: well, we had Shannon on, Shannon on a couple of weeks ago and he admitted, he said, I'll say it, Georgie, helicopters are more fun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we, we do love fixed wing and, and all the things you are saying, like all the jobs you are saying, you can definitely do in fixed wing. But well, clearly that, well, my friends did kind did of do just, them, right? yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, um,
1: typically, though, there is definitely more variation. Mm-hmm. In the workload, in a helicopter. And I think that's what he picked up on. Like, I have a bit of a gypsy heart and he's like, you're going to get more change and more variety and like, yeah, Mm -hmm. mm, more fun in a helicopter. (laughs) And I was like, all right, well then talk to me more about helicopters. And so we just had a bit of a chat and he's like, look, we actually have Townsville helicopters here as well. Because he he asked, you know, why like basically why are you wanting North Queensland? And again, because I had no idea. I just got back to Australia, called TAFE. And um, I had been based mostly in Byron Bay, um, or just out of Byron Bay, uh, Lennox Head, for like the past six years. And I grew up in Sydney. So my thought process was I want to go somewhere hot because I'm all about the heat. Mm -hmm. My mum's from Townsville. I've still got family up there that I'm very close to they'll just go to Townsville. Mm -hmm. And because, you know, Queensland TAFE did have – there's a few schools in Brisbane and I was like, Brisbane's just down the road. Like I basically kind of lived there already. Mm -hmm. I want something new. So I just, again, full send, decided to go to Townsville. Nice. Which really worked out for me because talking to Michael, he had both options there. He was like, no, you could do this instead, you know. Um, And so we went through more questions like – because I had a list of questions.
0: What were your list of questions? <gasps> no, because people people don't know what to ask. So, yeah. And and like I said like I didn't ha- I didn't do the phone call and yeah, stuff. Like I yeah. didn't I don't know what questions like that people kind of asked. I I still remember I was
1: um I was visiting my friends in Melbourne and I was just pacing outside as I was talking to him for ages. Um and I was like, "Okay, well, I have tattoos." <laughs> and he was like, Okay. <laughs> and I was like, well I I'm like is that an issue? Because in my mind, like y- your normal captain, like your mm-hmm. pilot is well present like even in, um air hostesses, mm-hmm. you can't oh, I think they might have been changing that the past couple
0: of years, but like, oh. oh. That's a flight radar Speaking of captains and air hostesses, how world is that? That's a big dog. I'm going That's taking off. That's departing. Oh yeah. Job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tick for Naomi. <an> <laughs> um, that one can be going to Melbourne now. You're, I'm gonna stick with my conscious Melbourne. You're
0: gonna let it go to Melbourne? Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna stick with Virgin to <laughs> Sydney. Excuse me. You're right. Okay, let's check. Sorry, I've just gotta get it up. That's okay. Why is it saying I'm in a helicopter right now? Oh, I'm definitely just in Oz runways. <laughs> Who wonder I'm in a helicopter? What did you say? I said Melbourne Qantas. What did – I said Sydney. You said Sydney. Virgin. Jetstar to Sydney.
1: <sighs> well, I got Qantas last time. You got Sydney this time. Shannon's still in the lead.
0: Come on. Come on. <clears throat> we got to get it. Anyway.
1: Okay. Yes. Um, yes. Your question. So I said – yeah, because typically mm-hmm. uh, pilots, captains are clean skin. You can't see any tattoos. You can't see piercings and things, you know, like white button-up shirt. hmm the cap and um, yeah, I said, I have tattoos, and he's like, That's okay, <laughs> you're allowed to have tattoos. Like, you know, um, depending on who you're working for, you might have to wear long sleeves, you might have to cover them up, but to train, yeah, you're fine as well. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, Okay, well, I have nose rings, and he's like, That's okay, and I was like, No, no, I have two nose rings, and I'm not taking them out. <laughs> And he was like, no, you don't have to take them out. But, like, I have to – I just have to be honest. You definitely sound more like a helicopter pilot than a plane pilot. <laughs> Planes, you probably, um, possibly are looking more at taking them out if you're going into, you know, airlines and stuff. But helicopters typically have a bit more, you know, um, laid back. And I was like, all right, fine, sign me up for helicopters. And then he did a 360 and he's was like, wait, what? Um, are you sure? Like – and I was like, yeah, nah, done. Like, well, I'll, just, I'll just swap.
0: I'll do that one instead. And he's like, well, do you, do you not have more questions? Do you want to come in and do a TIFF? Do you want to do a trial mm. introductory flight? Because that is my biggest tip for when people contact and say, what, you know, I want to take this first step. I don't know if I want to do a plane or a helicopter. Like, you know, kind of how do I decide? And I'm kind of like, well, do a trial introductory flight, which I know you do say as well. So. No, I don't. You used to. No. You used to on the phone. Oh, I used no, to that's hear That's probably because Sarah told me to pretty it <laughs> spiel.
1: <laughs> Tell them to do a trial introductory flight. and then No, can but see in what what all seriousness, it's It's probably good advice, I guess, because you know more of what you're getting into. But again, but that's not like who neon. I am. No, no. That's not who I am. That's, that's not you. No. So I just said, sign me up. And he said, do a tiff. And I was like, nah. And he's like, I strongly suggest you do a tiff <laughs> so that you can feel it. Because what if you don't like it? And I was like, you told me it's fun. And he's like, it is pretty fun. And I was like, cool. I like fun stuff. Sold, perfect. Here so I am. So then they yeah they sent me the um they sent me the the paperwork and then I started about six weeks
0: later. It was a very quick turnaround. And stuck with helis clearly. Then love helis. No helis. regrets. Oh my
1: gosh, I like I still laugh about it with you know my fixed wing friends now. Of like, could you imagine if I was stuck in a plane just flying <laughs> straight and level for Guys, hours? We we are fully Ugh. heli,
0: but we are also. We do also appreciate <laughs> the fixed wing courses. I'm not Look, they done. go
1: further, they go faster for sure. Yes. But they can't land in the back of a pub.
0: Nope. They can't.
1: They see some dugongs down around Morton Island, like I did yesterday even.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They can't just, like, pull up. Pull up. Do a few little orbits. <laughs> fly backwards. What's a pirouette in a plane? It's a very bad day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. So definitely heli. <laughs> definitely heli. <laughs> Yeah. So,
1: um, yeah, my first steps—kind of long story short, but I do love a long story—is saw some smoke, called the helico- called the flight school. They said try helicopters. Went with helicopters. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. So, um, I had never sat in a helicopter. Um, I, or I I moved up to Townsville, um, so I had never even been in a joy flight. Like I had never been in a helicopter.
0: Never. In my life. So your first lesson was your first time in a helicopter? Yep. Girl. <laughs> yeah. Girl. So I, I moved up to Townsville,
1: I think like two weeks before the course started, um, and just went and met everyone and, you know, um, shook Michael's hand. I was like, thank you for helping me make my decision. I said, oh, can I just go and sit in one of those already? And I'm pretty sure it was Rita, Remy Indo-Tango. Tango. tango. Gosh, Tango. I, I know my phonetic alphabet. <laughs> um and I've got a photo there of like my smile is like bursting off my stupid face and just so excited. And I was like, I'm sitting in a helicopter. I'm going to be flying this pretty soon. And then, yeah, it was, it was week three of my theory course that they got me up first. I went with your dad. That was my mm-hmm. first my nice. first flight with Dick Arnold. And he took a photo of me. He said, let me have your phone. And it's such a close-up of my face again. And <laughs> it's like so cringe. Yep. but so beautiful. <laughs> no, I've got one of those as well. Oh,
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Love mm-hmm. it. Still doing it. Longest I've ever done one thing. Proud. I'm proud of you. Yeah. There you go. And yeah, I suppose going back to that first step and, you know, again, so we can help out others who are kind mm. of thinking of taking that first step is another question is what qualifications or prerequisites did you need? You said you were never thinking <laughs> about aviation, so clearly didn't have any, you know, thought of, oh, I need to do this so then I can go into this and yeah. then I can get my helicopter licence. So, I mean, I guess I'll let you take, take that lead. Big fat
1: zero, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, look, not going to lie, if you're doing commercial, oh, actually even your you're private, there is some theory. Like you've got to get through mm-hmm. the theory course. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a big nerd and I was fine with that. I, f- I flew through that. I actually, for the first time my time in my life, kind of was really proud of being a nerd. Because used that used to embarrass me when I was
0: younger. See, I'm the complete opposite though. Like I always had the mindset in school that I didn't like studying. I never took a book home ever from school. Mm. Good old Google Docs back in the day let me just share my assignments, share my friends, share their assignments with me. Do so you know I, I was born before Google? Yeah. Well – I wasn't gonna touch on the fact that you're old today because we always (laughs) fight fight about that. that. But (laughs) But you brought it up, so (laughs) yeah. So no, yeah, complete opposite Mm. for me. Like the theory, I was just like, oh. But in saying that, though, and what I always tell school kids is that it's not about you know being good at study or not liking study. Mm. It's when you're actually dedicated to something. It's amazing what you can achieve, and I think that is the number one thing taking into your theory classroom is if you're dedicated, you'll get through it. doesn't matter what you did in school. doesn't matter who you were in school. Yeah. This is completely different. You know, it's not Shakespeare. It's not, you know, your history lesson that you didn't care about. It's something that you actually care about and are determined to achieve. So yeah, and you're that applying is, it on a daily basis. Yeah, and that's like the biggest a- qualification I think you need is your dedication to your study. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Townsville is actually a really cool – like it's really cool to see that in action, I guess, because um, – most of the helicopter students that come through Townsville are cowboys, mm-hmm. right? Like, they're musterers. That's, that's, mm-hmm. They come to Townsville to from, um, from a cattle background.
0: Out west, yeah. Yeah.
1: And yeah. a lot of them didn't necessarily finish year 12, mm-hmm. right? So even that isn't a prerequisite to no. have finished high school or to be smart at all. Mm-hmm. But... Just being aware that there is a theory component, Mm -hmm. you're just going to have to apply yourself. Mm -hmm. But I guess if you're going to want to fly aircraft, you you probably have a fair idea that you're going to have to apply yourself in some things.
0: And as well, like going back to that, if you're thinking about starting, it's – if you're in school at the moment and you're thinking, I want a career in aviation afterwards – I just strongly recommend, one, just pick the subjects you really enjoy doing. Stick with your basic maths if that's what you like or your yeah. – I don't know what – they always change names from basic to the harder maths. I'm not even going to try and think about what it says now. Advance or something? Advance. Or do, do they have a special name for it now? And yeah, they always change. Excellent. It was like A, B and C and now I don't even know. And, um, or your OP or ATAR score that it is now. Like, Yeah, just pick what you really enjoy doing. Science is great if you're good at science. Um, stick with the science, but again, no prerequisites. No. Everything you learn or you need to learn, you will learn at school, like you are a great example of that. Yeah. Came in with absolutely no idea. Yeah,
1: Like my, my electives back when I did high school, back in my day, Georgie, you were you probably yielded. still in primary school. Um, you were, would have been too. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, gosh, I am older than you. Um, my, like have, my electives. We have
0: discovered this. Years
1: ago, we were like visual arts and music and chemistry, like not really anything aviation related. So, yeah, no pre-work assets. If you're wanting to come and do this, you don't have to have had any background.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. That is a very important. Very, very, very accessible very. course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything you need to know, you will learn. Yeah. And so don't stress about it beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like just figure it out when
1: you get here. Mm-hmm. And there's... And there's there's help along the way as well. So, like, you know, yes, you, you're typically in, in a classroom if you're doing the full-time theory, but there's tutoring, there's, you know, YouTube lessons. Helicopter oh, YouTube, YouTube is great. Mate, helicopter lessons in 10 minutes or less. Mm-hmm. Very highly recommend. That explained to me gyroscopic procession oh still just don't even want to talk about that
0: (laughs) (laughs) and I think as well like the very important part of like taking the first step and starting your training is obviously your flight school and you know you said for you it was just oh I want to change and go to Townsville but for some people like also would recommend like call up call up a couple flight schools if you need to Go in and see the hangar and the facilities and talk mm. to the staff. And, you know, it's important. I think a few of our guests have said, like, you know, it's important that you click with your instructors and you are getting the most out of it. So, yeah, it's, I think the number one thing is it's all about you. And that's what we've learned from you is like, it was, this career change was completely for you. You wanted to go to Townsville, you wanted to do something fun, and it was all about you. And that's how it should be. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Any other topics you want to? cover on the enrollment process or taking the first step I think we've uh, I think I've waffled on a little bit about that already we did have one other question that I know I've been asked at careers expos and I think you have mentioned that you've been asked as well through the dms by the way our dms are always open captain naomi and geordie underscore arnold can ask us anything anytime (laughs) um is do we find we are at a disadvantage being in a minority so yeah as a woman yeah so yeah obviously male dominated industry Mm -hmm. that's why we're here to try and support the girls and you know make it a welcoming industry but yeah you you said no
1: yeah Yeah. no strong no Mm -hmm. it's not scary like yeah there's definitely heaps more fellas out there at the moment than there are girls but I think in my experience I have never been at a disadvantage Mm -hmm. like I have never felt singled out or bullied or um you know put down just because i'm a female i i i, I look i want to fully acknowledge that that's not everyone's Exa- journey. i was
0: going to say the exact same thing and yeah. you know we wouldn't exist and you know i don't want aviatrix to have to exist in the future actually like i want it to just be where everyone feels the same but until then you know we got to step up and keep working away at it yeah mm. just have a community that's what i
1: like about this is there's a community um Even in Brisbane, like it was cool up here because these are my friends and and I did my training in Townsville. My first job actually was in Townsville and that's what I'll get into, how I do that because poor Dick Arnold, great man. Um, He's a funny man. Uh, I will just
0: comment as well, like I always kind of struggle on saying whether I've, you know, felt different being a female in the industry and I always feel like I kind of struggled talking on that because I was born and raised in the industry. I do work in a family business and, of course, I'm going to feel supported there everyone around the hangar I've you know known since pretty much Mm. day one so Mm. yeah I do obviously I'm gonna say no I haven't and I know that other students haven't either which is really really good um but yeah no haven't struggled but again touching on what you said I know that there are other people out there Definitely, that do. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Just wanted to pop that in. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, no. yeah. No, I was just gonna so going to say that. So going, yeah, from training, then how do you actually get into a big girl job?
1: Oh, well, I was, well, I was still actually talking about the aviatrics okay.
0: community mm-hmm. in that,
1: like, up here, it felt like friends and fam because my whole aviation career and journey was, was only in Townsville, right? mm mm-hmm. um, So having the little catch-ups with you or with Sarah um, – Because receptionists in aviation are still in the aviation Mm -hmm. just because they're not pilots. Thank you very much, Sarah.
0: There are so many different careers. Yeah,
1: wouldn't be here without people like her. Um, And so it's actually really fun being able to host coffees down in Brisbane now and start meeting new girls down there. Mm -hmm. Um, Erin helps out too heaps. Definitely. Um, Because, yeah, just meeting more people, just Mm -hmm. talking with more girls. And it's not just girls. I that's what what I also love about this is that like we wouldn't be where we are without the support.
0: That is the biggest thing I always say as yep. well. Like wouldn't be here. And you know, I think that's hard to kinda of get across as a female um owned business that it's like, oh you know, you're only for the women and all this stuff. And it's like, no I, I'm, like, all for everyone. It's aviation for all and it wouldn't be here without all the instructors that taught me and all, you know, the cowboys in my class that are all my best mates and we still call up now. So, yeah, don't be – I think don't be scared by the statistics and you're still going to find your best mates through it. Absolutely. And they're still going to support you. You know, it's not – it's about everyone and that's just what we're really trying to get at. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think, yeah, like, there's – I haven't felt any stigma um, but I also work really hard. So I think that any um I don't know it's kind of like it's more of a l- rule of life really like you're going to get back what you put out to the world. So exactly. if you're working hard if you've got good work ethic if you've got like intentionality and and you know you're you're taking the initiative like um you're kind of setting yourself apart um one thing that brady swan my theory instructor said to us early on in theory was that like treat your training as the longest interview mm-hmm. of your life yep so always show up ready and like that's going to reflect and people are going to respect that and that's how i've always operated and i think that's probably why um i've tended to feel like that's given back to me hmm but again, like there are also bosses out there that are on a power trip and mm-hmm. that don't necessarily have the same level of respect that no. I've been blessed with so far.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I really like that. Yeah. Mm. Yes. So then that's reflected, you know, that kind of what Brady said to you that every day is a job interview mm-hmm. at flight Training School that then gave back to you and took you into your first job. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, gosh, because that's a whole other step, going from training and, you know, how do you get into training and then it's cool, I've finished my training, but where do I actually go now? How do I get into a job? What do I do? Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah. so um, I did my flight test. I wore my little polka dot onesie (laughs) because I was like, this is my lucky play suit. I'm, you know, I'm just going to have it. Um, I have got a perfume that I'm actually wearing now um, and Tim Tanner, the...
0: Chief pilot. Yeah. 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 Head of operations. Mm-hmm. Big
1: dog, Tim. Um, he told me early on that his wife wore that perfume on a cruise at one point And he's like, Oh, every time I smell that, Naomi, it just brings me back. And I was like, Interesting. <laughs> yes. Sword. Sword. You're Sword. cheeky.
0: You're cheeky. I actually sprayed a little bit on Purov. So I had a look good, feel good. That is that thing. Right. Flight test, every exam, I always, that's my tip. Work smarter, exam. not harder people. Every exam, I used to make sure I showered, did a bit of makeup. Never wore makeup to school, but always on exam day, look good, feel good. Yeah, that's my number t- number one tip You're for slaying. today's podcast. Yeah, yep. yeah,
1: yeah. Go out, and it comes back to intentionality, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm a queen, I'm gonna rock this today. So yeah, I was gonna say, I also sprayed a little bit on Purav. Um I had a, a student that was living with me um, in my spare room for a bit. And, yes, we ended up falling in love.
0: <laughs> I was <laughs> like, ah. is she going to
1: go down that? <laughs> yeah. But that was actually after, after his flight test. I was so adamant we were not getting together because he's a, a centimetre shorter than me. And I was like, oh wanted a tall fella. Turns out he's just the best human in the world. He he and my is. favourite person. He is. We love him. Freaking love him. But, yeah, um, before we were together, I thought that it would be really funny for his flight test to spray some perfume on him because Tim was his instructor as well. Yeah. And I think Tim was probably just weirded out. Yeah, uh, probably. For proof. yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> anyway, for me though, when I did my flight test and he looked at me as though well he knew as soon as he got in the helicopter, I saw his eyebrows and I was like, what? Yes. Good morning. <laughs> I am ready for this flight test. And if you have any warm, you know, nice feelings, then that's just me working smarter, not harder right now, <laughs> um, using all the tools in my toolbox. But, um, you yeah, know, so I did my flight test. I am I, um, past that very beautiful day like such a good day and I went into the office and I shook Dick's hand um and he said you know what now Naomi like what you know what companies have you reached out to have you emailed anyone have you called anyone and I was like nah, nah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna
1: ride my bicycle to Sydney and he's like what what did, what take a seat and he just made me sit down in his office and I was like, yeah. So like, it's my 30th birthday in a few weeks and so I thought I'd take like, you know, four or five, maybe six weeks to ride my push bike down to Sydney and then I'll get there and I'll be really fit and I'm going to have a great birthday party and then maybe I'll start applying for jobs after that. He's like, "Namey, you've just got your commercial license and you haven't even contacted any 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 jobs. Like you haven't done anything for that." And I was like, "No. Nah. And he's like, what are you, oh my gosh, he was like such a dad. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, look, Dick, the right door always opens and I was just so carefree and um, probably wouldn't necessarily give that advice. Okay. Have a little bit more intentionality Mm -hmm. because, yes, the right doors do often open but you have to knock on them, right? You do,
0: yep. Graham taught me that. Because I said the same thing. I said, you know what, Graham? like, don't know what my plan is ever, but you know what, the doors will open. He goes, gee, you have to actually work for it and go to those doors. Yeah, you gotta I was go like, and... yeah, you know what, you're right.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so, look, I had said to Dick, my kind of game plan was to go to Sydney, have my birthday and start this new chapter. I was going to just drive around the top end. I was basically just because my parents were in Sydney, um, I was going to get my car from Sydney I hadn't even thought that through because my car was in Townsville, so I don't know what I was. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway,
0: mm-hmm.
1: maybe yeah, whatever. I was gonna basically get in the car and just drive to different charter companies, tourism companies, yeah. even schools, which is what pretty much everyone does. So
0: yeah, mm-hmm.
1: well, I think a lot of people actually just call or even email. No, it's very I still easy. Know do. A
0: lot of people who. Go in. Okay, sick. Because mm-hmm. that's yeah, what I was going to say. Yeah.
1: Shake someone's hand, mm-hmm. 100%. Networking is so important. It
0: really is. That's why we do stuff like coffee catch-ups and everything. Yep. Go to your coffee catch-ups, go to your networking events because you'll meet so many people. And the more and more you go, the more you'll show your face, the more people will remember your face, and then it just works from there. Aviation is small, man. Mm-hmm. Actually, Perov and I were
1: over in Margaret River um, just a few weeks ago and we were talking to... Um, just different people over there because obviously we're both very familiar now with all of the um all of the operations in Brisbane because there's quite a few companies in Brisbane and in Downsville and we're like oh there's there's scenic flights over here like we might just go you know say hi to people um and so we went to Bustleton Airport on our way back to Perth and there was no one there it was actually this it, I laughed because it's the same setup that we have where Google Maps takes you to the main passenger lounge but that's not necessarily the hangar no and i didn't think about that even though that's how our business is run Mm. in brisbane like the one that you know we work for becca air um yes i end up calling them and i was like hey and talked to adrian answered the phone and um and i said um hey i'm here to um meet hillary one of your line pilots Follows me on Instagram. we followed each other for a while and I thought it would be really cool to come and meet her while I'm over here. And he was like, oh, Hillary is actually not there. She's up in Broome at the moment at like, you know, sister company. And um, and I'm down in Margaret River and I was like, we just drove away from there two hours ago. <laughs> Been <laughs> staying there for four days. We were on the same street. Oh, my goodness. And didn't call him. And anyway, he was like, oh, yeah, and I've got my daughter. She's, she's up at um, Jandakot, I think it was abby and i was like abby he goes yeah abby and i was like abby messaged me on instagram and she had been asking. so she's a student go girl by the way with your 44 um she had been messaging me asking for like uh just a little bit of advice and just a just a chat really just like reach out and i was like i've actually been talking to your daughter through instagram just because we found each other on the aviatrix instagram
0: as well mm-hmm. like very very small world that is another yeah another big tip is just message people especially even if you're on the aviatrix australia instagram if you're not you need to get on it if you are you can literally message anyone on that page and they will be more than welcome to yeah. help or have a chat 100% mm-hmm. i love don't it don't be scared like i
1: guess aviatrix the community is another tool for you now mm-hmm. to help step into Mm -hmm. aviation like fully because you can network even as a student even before your students you know Mm -hmm. um like if you're thinking about aviation messages just Mm go hey look what do you think about this Mm -hmm. I have a question about this how do I do it with kids like Mm -hmm. can you juggle a job as well or you know um all the questions that you might have like we've all done it Mm -hmm. or we're in the process of doing it because there are some aviatrics on there that are still students or Mm -hmm. that are or even
0: still pilots I get pilots questioning me hey do you do you know if there's any jobs going around this way and I'll hey girl I'm gonna keep an eye out for you yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. like yeah
1: use it to network Mm -hmm. it's a tool it's there and and you make friends along the way as well which is just very fun Mm -hmm. but um yeah so for me it was very it was just – it was divine timing in that I said the right door is going to open and Dick was like, goodness gracious, Naomi, well, you did pretty good at theory and we're running a theory course next month, so would you be open to coming and actually teaching that theory? And I was like, yeah, I guess, like I'll think about it. And then was like, actually, no, yeah, probably, like – Probably should do that, Probably should do that. Um, So, yeah, I came and taught the theory and then from there another door opened into – um helping manage the operations Mm -hmm. um, which was a very steep learning curve Um, but I guess it's just it's being present so it's putting yourself in those scenarios where there's going to be an opportunity so does that mean being a hanger rat like going and just washing helicopters Mm. sometimes yes going to coffee catch-ups going to coffee catch-ups.
0: Going to networking events. Yeah, I think Absolutely. it's all just like, kind of coming back to each other. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: put yourself out there is is really the biggest advice. Mm-hmm. Talk go to and, people. Go and knock on doors. People love that. We're all humans. So, like, you know, because we get, we get emails from, you know, fresh CPLs that, that you can tell they're like, hello, sir, <laughs> here is my, you know, CV, which is exactly the same as every other fresh mm-hmm. CPL pilot. But... When someone actually calls up and says, hey, I've come to knock on the door. It's taken me to the passenger lounge. Is there anyone here? Like that's a whole different level Mm -hmm. of initiative than just a group email that you've sent to 20 companies. Yeah. Go and talk to people.
0: Definitely. Talk to people, network, meet people, don't be shy to show your face. And I think this whole episode sums up just take that first step because if you, one, didn't take your first step hiking across (laughs) just everything, and then two – taking that first step to call up TAFE yep. and talk about it, then, again, taking your first step to, yep, I'm going to sign these papers. It's all about that first step. Yeah. So just start and at any moment you can stop or you can change or you can come back. So yeah, very important. Yeah. Perfect. Cool. <coughs> What's your life problem? Life problem. Um, life problem, a difference in between winter and summer I don't know whether to wear a jacket, or will freeze your ass off, or boil your ass off. Good, good life problem. Good life problem. All right, thanks, life Corey. Problem. Thanks, mate. Bye. Bye. Okay, how do we fix Corey's problem? So, don't being, want to
1: freeze your ar- don't ass wanna, off. Don't want Yep.
0: Don't. Wanna, that was his or words. Don't boil wanna, your balls off. Was that what? It, uh, how he yes. said it? Something like that. Copy. Okay. Yeah. It is. It is a weird time of. Life. That winter, summer to winter. Hmm. How do we solve this?
1: See, I'm one of those ones in the car. I just like pump the heating in my feet, but then I keep the windows down because. hard like when you're pressure. in a helicopter, though, you
0: can't just take the jacket off. Yeah. You gotta land. How do we solve
1: it? Hot water bottle water bottle down the front of your shirt because you can take that out
0: very good very good from you. you're you gonna have a bad day if that bursts, bursts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> imagine explaining that <laughs> uh well sir you see i had a hot water bottle
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh
0: oh the crash report oh i have a i have a good idea you just always move what well, if you prefer the heat, always just move around where the heat is.
1: Oh, that's what I did. That's how I lived my twenties. There you go. I would
0: work in the summer
1: in yeah. Australia because also that's better for um, bartending tips. Everyone's happy. Everyone's on holidays. Christmas, and then I would go and spend that North America summer.
0: Yep, move around. Don't be a loyal staff or employee. Just move mm. and come back. So you you're with one Taste business for you're with one business for half the year. So you've got two businesses, one for summer, one for summer somewhere else, and then you come (laughs) back to the first one and you just swap. (laughs) Follow the seasons. There you go. That's my solving. Make sure you send in your life problems. We might need to get a hotline up so we can call people or people can call us and give us their life problems. I like hearing them, Mm. not reading them.
1: Okay. Nice. Yep. So life problem for us right now is – we just solved it, is getting a hotline so that people can call us with their
0: problems. Yes.
1: And, yeah, if you can't decide whether it's hot or cold, just move Mm -hmm. or bring a water bottle and prepare to deal with the consequences.
0: Perfect. Love solving the world problems with you. <laughs> if you want to follow Naomi's journey or just contact her or just see what she's up to, she's stepped into the world of social media queen. Wow. So, Captain Naomi on Instagram. Captain Naomi. You only one end, guys. You can follow Aviatrix underscore Australia on literally everything, Facebook, Instagram, mainly Instagram, LinkedIn. We also have got a website with all our merchandise. And you can follow me, Georgie underscore Arnold, on Instagram and then on the TikTok as well. You'll find me over there. But, yeah, just message us. Like we said in today's episode, it's all about taking the first step. Contacting us can be a first step. So, 100%. And have fun.